to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up rum cycle. This week I'm sharing one of my dreams about a big casino win. Woo! Also, more catnaps that have to do with surprise centipedes, teeth falling out, and a really creepy premonition about a carjacking. We're also talking about octopus aliens, yellow balloons, and Christmas trees. We're also wrapping up our Deja series, and we're talking about Deja Reve, premonition dreams. So you want to stay tuned for that, Bestie. This is a good one. Let's get started. Woo! Howdy, howdy. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'm going to just repeat everything, repeat everything. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. I'm well, we did just do, do the Deja Vu episode, so it doesn't I know. It's, it makes could sense. Fit. It could be appropriate. <laughs> it could. How are you today? Yes, all good. I'm good. I, I, that sounds bad. I'm fine. Oh, that sounds worse. I don't know. Fine, like, fine sounds worse than good. I don't know. It's like when you're mad and you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. The, the woman's way The woman to, response. That's how you know she, she's mm, pissed. Yep. Things are good. I had, um, I've, there's a few months out of the year where I'm caught up on editing, and I am f- caught up on editing today, Yay! as of today, and we shoot our next wedding on Saturday. So I have six days where I'm caught up. Oh, my so goodness. Good. What are you going to do? Just clean the chill. house. Clean the house. Yep, just needs, <laughs> yeah, it needs it. It's been, it's, been, um, it's been a minute. Ignored for too long. Yes. That is the, the one good thing about moving into a new place is it's clean for a while yes. before you before you yeah. actually get like lived in. <laughs> That's maybe true. I should, maybe I should stay on top of this one this this time. But <laughs> <laughs> you always tell yourself, and it never works. Right? Out. And then it's like I'm like I don't want all this crap on the counter. But do I do anything about it? Just, no, I put a basket no. and throw the stuff in a basket, but I never go through the basket. <laughs> and then you just move the basket. I just move it's like the a ten basket. minute tidy. Like you just gotta do that ten minute tidy every day, and I love and your it ten helps, minute tidy. But, yeah. You sound like my dad. My dad's like, <laughs> if you did just do a little every day, it doesn't build up. I'm like, thanks, it's dad. It's true. I, I know but how I mean, it still, works. You still have to dust and vacuum. I mean, it doesn't. Yes. It's, yeah. Today's catnap day, which means um, I've got a dream for you. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, and it's kind of funny because, um, well. Let me get started with it. <laughs> okay. And and this is my handwritten note, so please forgive me if it's a little, uh, if I can't read be, my own writing. This is going to be very real. I didn't write in 14-inch font, that's for sure. I should have. Damn it. 14-inch? That'd be huge. <laughs> you need a lot of One letter per page. <laughs> One letter per page. You're like, 14-point inch. <laughs> It's going to take a really long while. It's like going to the eye doctor and having to look at that like, big E, and they're like, what letter is it? And I'm like, I still can't see it. I'm blind as a bat. Number three. Is it a smiley number face? Um. <laughs> All right. Sure. So here, here it goes. Yes. I was waiting for something while in a casino. Okay. I had 10 cents, so oh. I decided to put it in a slot machine. Well, good luck, sister. <laughs> I hit the jackpot, ah! and I won... $51,000. Off a dime? Congrats. Yeah, that's a pretty good return on investment. That's a pretty good return on investment. But I was bummed that I didn't bet more. But I guess that's all I had, so what well, was I going to do? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it still came out pretty well. Mm-hmm. I walk over to a table where a bunch of people were sitting. Maybe that's who I was waiting for. I'm not sure. I showed my payout ticket to one guy. I'm not sure why. Maybe I was trying to impress him. <laughs> Johnny Depp was also at this table. Of course he was. Of course he was. The return what? of the Johnny Depp dream. I was like, I wonder when, when did you dream this, I wonder. This is um, in October, so not too long ago. <laughs> okay, I thought it was maybe in the whole midst of the No, thing. no, this is a recent one. He just never leaves your he mind. He just never leaves entirely. my mind. I don't He's know always- why. 
He's always there. Okay. Some rando at the table says, never to leave a hot machine. And so I should put it oh, in yeah. and try one more time. So I decided to take his advice and go oh. and put $1 in this time. A $1. I pull. Okay, yeah. And another jackpot. This time I win what? 50 I win $510,000. Ow! Nice! I look at my bet and realize I didn't bet a dollar and I only bet 10 cents again. Oh my God! You better stay at this machine. You've won 550000 some dollars at this point off 20 cents. <laughs> I'm, a half, I'm a half mil up. No, that's pretty good. I was mad because I thought I had put bet a dollar and I only bet 10 cents and I wondered how much I would have won. Had oh, I done shit. what I had planned, I think I would have known the difference between a dollar bill and, and like a dime, but maybe yeah. not. <laughs> maybe if they're on those little slips of paper, you know, maybe you just didn't see enough zeros. <laughs> you know, like when you print it out. I, at this point, I'm starting to get nervous and I shouldn't have told the people how much I won because I didn't want to get robbed. <laughs> You have it like you have the cash in your purse at this moment. Yeah, no, it's just a ticket. But still, I don't want anyone taking my it's damn just ticket. A ticket. But I can't believe they print a ticket for five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, no, I think that's like called a hand run pay. over to you. You have to give your like social security number yeah, and shit, and they give you one of those tax. big checks. The big yeah, big see, check. That's what I want. I have been with someone that has won like over a thousand dollars. Really, and they to, like fill out like forms. Yeah, the Not tax me, forms. Sister. Yeah. I've never I wish. No. <laughs> I've never had that problem. I just know if you I can't imagine if you won five hundred thousand plus fifty, the forms they would be over there yeah. when you fill out. Not just a little yeah, slip I mean, I would to just bring like... to the cashier. Hey, can I get tens? <laughs> right. <laughs> can I get tens? Can I get this half million dollar in tens, please? Or dollars? I just want to roll in it. I just, just give me my moment. Throw it in the air and roll around. <laughs> Which I've always wanted to do, but I think everybody has. Oh, speaking of that, I was oh. playing some game with my parents. Do you ever play that game, Never Have I Ever? <laughs> you were playing that with your parents? Yeah, it's not a good game to play with your parents <laughs> no, because... No, it's not. It's <laughs> this was like Christmas game. a few... Yeah, this was Christmas okay. a few years ago, and okay. um, my my sister's stepdaughter okay. brought the game, and so we were all sitting in the garage where... We as adults hang out so the kids oh, can like go elsewhere. There's like an actual board game for it. There's like cards, so you like pull a oh, card. Oh, I've only played like the drinking game where you you know. So it's like the same right. thing. It just has cards. And so the okay. question came up: Have you ever rolled around in money? Roll around naked in money, and everyone's like, "No, no." And it gets to my daddy goes, "Yes." And we all look at him. We're like, "What? What?" Oh God! Why? I don't. One, do I want to know? I don't. I don't know honesty, if I want to know. But two, I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> I guess my dad had a great day at the casino, and he brought back a bunch of singles and he threw them on the bed, and that's the story I was told. <laughs> I was okay, like, I but I mean, I don't want to like make it even weirder. But did your mom partake in this activity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes, I'm sure it wasn't alone romping in the dollar I bills. Like, I don't know if you should do it alone. That seems a little <laughs> no. <laughs> weird it seems a little sad if you're doing it by yourself <laughs> can, you, can you see the two of them i mean don't imagine it but like no that's please so don't. funny like he comes home and they're like yeah let's just <laughs> roll around in it <laughs> and let's let's tell our kids 40 years later <laughs> let's do it baby they, you know how many rum and cokes were involved in that i don't know i think the game shortly ended after that we're like okay so let's play euchre or something <laughs> something <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who's got a deck of cards? Um, well, but no. So I've never, um, but apparently my dad has. Well, maybe someday you will. Can't wait to hear about <laughs> it. <laughs> I will let you know. I'll be honest with the bestie out there. Thank All you. right. So I decide to leave the casino and I'm outside walking with a realtor, some random woman, and Johnny Depp. Okay. So I guess we left together. I don't know. You probably arrived together, so you just don't remember that part. I mean, you're like... You're very close. There's also a rando realtor and a rando girlfriend of Johnny's. Uh-oh. Boo. <laughs> I got the feeling that the girlfriend didn't want me there. Neither did the re- realtor. But oh. JD did, and he invited me. Um, That's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Come on. J- JD wants you there, then you're going to be there. Fuck those randos. <laughs> we were walking through an outdoor mall, and the realtor was showing... 
Johnny different restaurant locations for sale. He didn't seem too interested, but he was in me, and he kept flirting with me. This girlfriend kept getting pissed off, and I knew their relationship was just for publicity and that he really was interested in me. Oh, I love this story. And then I woke up. Oh, you bitch. Hey, I, was like, I oh, won like a half good. a million dollars and yeah. Johnny Depp was flirting with me. So I don't think overall that's um, a bad dream. I'd have I that think one that's again. that's a pretty damn good dream. And again, good yeah. ROI on that dream. I mean, you spent 20 cents. I mean, I don't yeah, know what. Yeah, it's a pretty good know, investment. But you know what? Your brain actually went to the exact same place my brain would go to where I would be like, what would I have got if I bet a dollar? Or, you know, the max, right. you know, like God when you win it. something. Yes. And it costs, it, even if you were paying penny slots, there's like 75 lines, you know, to play. Sure. Like, so you can I pay a dollar. Yes. You know, I was excited. Yeah, I won 10 true. bucks. Maybe I would have won 510,000. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, is Mark and I just went to the casino the other night because it was a random, I think it was Friday. And after I got all my editing done, I was like, okay, let's. Or Mark wanted to go. Celebrate. I'm like, yeah, we could go to the casino. Yeah, it was fun. And so yeah. we took out some cash and didn't do great to start. We were just playing like video <laughs> poker. And then, oh, we were both playing blackjack, which we did yeah. like crap at, at. And then we did great at. Yeah. Oh, and then God, we played, we did crappy again. Crap. Yeah. No, it, I don't like it. It makes me very, very anxious nervous? and nervous. But I, like, mm. I know the rules. I, like, I know how to play, but I just, it, I don't know. I just don't like want to do anything wrong because then it screws up the right, whole table. Right, with other yeah. people. Because when there's yeah. other people that, that actually like are into it, they, they're like, you took my fucking yes. jack or something, you know, and you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. You should have played that differently. I know. Yeah. But we were, yeah, it was okay. But we were still down like, oh, a decent amount. And so oh. then finally we had like, we had like um $25 left and we had it in chips. And so uh, we went okay. over to the roulette table and oh. I'm like, he's like, here, just put it on black. And I'm like, okay, you know, I like playing roulette. It's fun. So yeah. put it on black and we won. So now I'm up, I got $50. And then he's like, okay, okay just put it, put it in there. I'm like, okay. And so I put it all over and then we ended up winning 190 on that one. And so okay. even though we walked out of there Negative. down, it wasn't as down yeah. it sh- as much as it should have been had we not like okay. won those last two things I realized. So it was fun. It, was, it wasn't, it wasn't half a million. Matters, right. No, it wasn't half a million, but it was not you even know. close. <laughs> you didn't actually even win anything, if we're going to be honest. No, you know, it's pretty sad when you walk out of the casino and you're like, I feel good, but I just gave you $100. Yeah, I feel I great. Feel like <laughs> a lot of people do that where they're like, I won three grand at the casino. And you're like, Yeah, but how much did you put in? How much did it take like, you? Is this 3000 profit? Or is this what you left with at the end of the night after yeah, you put in like much. seven grand? <laughs> pretty much. Unless you get that big paycheck. But you know what happens every once in a while? And if you're having fun and you're not like breaking the bank. Exactly. Yep. It was like budget of four and then it's like you have fun yeah. and it's entertainment. So yeah, exactly. good, good fun. Good dream, Mindy. Oh, thank you. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> Bestie. Hey, you know what you should ask for for Christmas? I'm, here's just a suggestion. If, you're, if your list mm-hmm. is a little light this year, ask <laughs> to join the Sleepover Squad. Santa, Yay! it's on my list. Santa. The Sleepover Squad is a fun place we have for all of our besties who support the mm-hmm. show where you get extra content, extra dreams, behind the scenes. So much fun. Merch store is yes. going to be up soon. And so we can't wait Yay! to share that all with you. So head on over to remolations.com slash support. There you can join our Sleepover Squad. You can follow our social medias. You can share a dream. That's how you can support the show. And everyone, we appreciate all of your support. Yes, thank you. It is a good time, though, you know, thinking of Christmas list it stuff. Is. Good, good point. If you've been <laughs> nice, we'll take you. Even if you've been naughty, you can join the sleepover squad. <laughs> Brooke wants the naughty ones. I, I want the naughty ones. Let's be honest. I want the nice ones. <laughs> So we also have catnaps. Yes, catnaps. I love my catnaps. Here we go. So this catnap comes from our bestie Kelly in Australia. Ooh, Kelly, hi. Okay, it starts. I dreamed I, dreamed I was losing my teeth. Ugh. One came loose and I pulled it out. And then another came out when I coughed. 
As I went looking for help, I could feel one side of my mouth kind of swelling, while the other felt as though there were loose teeth and bits of broken teeth that I had to keep spitting out. I ran into an acquaintance who, after talking to me about it, said she knew a dental nurse, but we'd have to go see him at the club as it was nighttime. (laughs) At the club? (laughs) Don't trust the dentist at the club. I don't think that's a good plan, Kelly. That's not a good environment. No. Meanwhile, I found I had another layer of baby teeth and one was loose. <laughs> I pulled it out and it was a long <laughs> and it was long like a fingernail and it had black with spots on it. Oh no. <laughs> I'm glad that got removed from your body. <laughs> oh, it sound healthy. It doesn't sound healthy. No, it sounds like a rotten baby tooth. Oh, oh, I don't like this dream, Kelly. We went to the club and my acquaintance spoke to the bouncer who said who said we would have to wait for the dental nurse to show up because who knows when that would be, but he would eventually come. While we were waiting, another person came to talk to us. And when I said who we were waiting for, they said, he's not a dental nurse. He's a psychologist. I felt totally betrayed. Turns out, despite... The teeth in my hand, my acquaintance thought it wasn't real. And then I woke up. (laughs) And then Kelly said, and then Kelly said, I booked in with my therapist already. (laughs) I love that dream, Kelly. I think that's a good one. Oh, because I feel like the dreams I have most that I actually do remember. And I did share one once, one of my dreams once, I feel like. It's always dental related, like teeth falling out or teeth loose. Or it's such a, a common typical stress. It is so such a common. common. One. But I mean, I never had to go to the club to get my teeth fixed <laughs> to find your dental nurse. <laughs> oh, I'm not a dental no. nurse. A psychiatrist, psychologist. Which, <laughs> yeah. So I would be like wondering. My friend, I would look at my friend, and be like, "Do you think I need mental health?" I'm just having a tooth see? problem here. What do you try? Do you see my hand <laughs> full spotted of my tooth? tooth. I'm not making this up. <laughs> stressful, Kelly. Stressful. Oh, and stressful. and yeah. Nah. No, thank you. Well, I've got a short little ditty from Emily. Perfect. It's it's just a one sentence one, but I thought it, it made me laugh. So I had a crazy dream several years ago about a giant octopus like alien hmm. that had descended on a house party I was at. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want that to happen. What? I wouldn't want that. He's to like, oons, 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 oons. He's got now. his eight legs going like all different directions. That's a lot of glow sticks. That's, That's a, a too lot many. Octopu- yeah. Octopi, they can't afford glow sticks for every leg. That's too many glow sticks. That's too many. Well, you got two bottles of water and then like maybe six glow sticks. Yeah, yeah. Let's use your legs appropriately to get you through this party. Yeah, totally. It was short and sweet, but thanks, Emily. I I wouldn't want to be at that party. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This next one comes from Steven, and Steven's from Des Moines. And he was mentioning how last week we had talked about deja vu. So he said he had a premonition dream. And so here it goes. Yesterday I had a dream. I usually never remember my dreams. But I remember part of this one. I was looking for something in my underwear drawer. And there was a centipede Uh on a pair of boxers. I don't know why. I didn't give a shit about my dream and just kept on doing what I was doing. So today, about 30 minutes ago, I was about to take a shower I had my towel and underwear in my hand headed to the bathroom, and I remembered the dream. I just checked my boxers. There was a fucking centipede chilling on them. I threw them on the floor and stomped the shit out of them. Oh, no, no. And then he he adds, a dream that I had saved my balls from being centipeded. (laughs) Oh, is that even a thing? I mean, I don't know. I, I know centipedes human on balls. centipede, but I don't think the centipedes are gonna bite you. I don't. Th- I don't know. Just, I don't know how I'd feel maybe, on there. I mean, I don't think I would prefer maybe feeling feel it. Maybe you should have tried it. Ah, maybe that's gonna be the new craze. You gotta throw that centipede in your panties. <laughs> you don't want anything with a thousand legs crawling around your private parts. Uh, that would skeeve me out 
big time, but yeah. I mean, you could have relocated it. And what does that centipede uh, mean? And why mm, did mm, it actualize? Good thing he looked. <laughs> good thing he looked. Good thing he looked. All right. I've got this next ditty from Mr. Josh, and he's from Madison. Okay. I woke up in a room full of balloons of every color, shape, and size. Only I nice. had no idea where I was or how to escape. I couldn't see anything, and I was feeling very claustrophobic. I, I would be freaking out, too. I don't yeah, no, like okay. the idea of, like, not knowing where I am or how to get out. Um, panic was setting in big time, and I started hyperventilating. No. I felt something in my hand, and it was a string attached to a yellow balloon. Okay. I just followed the balloon and noticed it was the only yellow one. I immediately hmm. felt at peace because when my mother passed, she said she would always try to find a way to reach out to me using the color yellow. <gasps> oh. Before I knew it, I was free from the room and the yellow balloon was gone. Oh, my God. That's it. Isn't that, that so is Oh, wow. my God, Josh. I mean, yellow. you hear and stories like that. like that all the time where it's like, I do too, where like, I'll try to communicate with you through a ladybug or a butterfly right. or something, but- the color yellow, and it happened in a dream, but it saved him in a dream. Maybe he needed saving yeah. in real life. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. I just love that story. You know, if I ever visit and haunt you, if I die, Brooke, I am going to not okay. make it so pleasant. <laughs> Thank you so I will much. make sure it's something funny. <laughs> I'm not going to make it so pleasant. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna throw a book off your shelf or something to oh. really fuck with you, just so you know. Okay, well, good. I hope you do, because yeah. that'll get my attention. Let's see. What am I yeah. going to do to you? I'm going to turn your shower water ice cold. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> but I totally know it's you. That or it was the water heater went out. Be like, she's having her beer shower and all of a sudden it's freezing. I'm like, oh, hi, Brooke. Miss you. <laughs> yes, darling. Hello. Missed you. I'll make it hot okay. again. It's, it's just for like a second. I just want to say hi. <laughs> All right, this next one comes from Laura, and Laura's from Alabama. Yay! I just had a stream last night that was super unnerving. Uh-oh. I got kidnapped by some dude and his family. Oh. They let me have my phone, but it had no signal or internet. No matter how hard I tried, I could not communicate with anyone. Ah! And she goes, in real life, I've lost 100 pounds, and in the dream, they wouldn't let me exercise and just kept feeding me junk food. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I get the stressor from your standpoint here, Laura, but I mean, I'll take a, I'll take a ho-ho and yeah, some nutter butters and a stressful. bear claw. It's, it's fine. I'm like, I, I'll up, take I some more of some nachos or something savory. <laughs> can you? Oh, excuse me. Can I, sir? Can I get um, um, some extra I cheese? And I really would like some guac on these nachos, please. Guac. Thank you. I don't think that's that's bad enough, though. You're going to have to go with, like, cheese curds. Oh, like cheese curds on top of a taco or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's all come. So Laura it. goes on to say, I kept trying to get away. I escaped the house into the woods and got a signal on my phone. I called my mom and got through to her and could hear her, but she couldn't hear me. Oh, no. I escaped to a shopping area, but everyone I tried to help just kept turning me over to the, my kidnapper family. Nice. At the end of Not the dream, good. I tried escaping the kidnapper's elderly father or father-in-law. But when I tried to run, it was that slow dream run. Oh, no. I know we've all had it before. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up. This one will still stick with me all day. Oh, yeah. That's a doozy. I like, I like the junk food. That's fun. That Kidnapping, is fun. Not so much. Not fun. Mm -mm. <laughs> Not so good. Only feeding her junk food. <laughs> right, it's so weird. She's it's like, so I weird. just want it. <laughs> it just sounds so good. All right. Well, I just felt so badly for um, Emily earlier with her octopus dream because it's just one tiny little sentence. So she did actually submit another little one. So I'm going to share okay. this one from Emily as well. It's a little bit different. <laughs> the first week away at college, I had a nightmare that I was babysitting my brother and a serial killer was after us. 
I was running and running and eventually was trying to hand him off to people in a boat, but they weren't close enough. And I woke up with my arms wrapped tightly around a pillow. Oh. And that's it. It's sad. Oh. And she's like trying to save Yeah, but how physically you, how like, you physically like, will do something. Like yeah. holding up this pillow like her brother. It reminded me of your dream where <sighs> you were trying to get your daughters to get up that. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Your sister was in charge of letting people into this next world or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you were trying to, like, you could only bring two kids or something, and you're trying to, Yeah, it's so stressful. And then it got closed off, like, before you could get through. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This next one's a dream story, and this one comes from Robert from Concord, California. All right, Robert. When I was eight years old, I had a dream that terrified me. Uh I was on a steep, rocky hill with my brother and a couple of other kids. We started racing down the hill, picking up speed as we got further down. (sighs) About the time I realized how fast I was going, I started tumbling down headfirst and rolling. What stopped me was hitting a small boulder with my knee. I screamed myself awake and convinced I had broken it. (sighs) So here's the story. Okay. A year later, my family took a trip to see my uncle in Seattle. While the the adults were spending time together, my brother and I ran off to play. Found a few kids to get in trouble with. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Uh So up an almost mountain we went. We got halfway (laughs) up and turned to look down. We had to at least be 50 yards up. It was gorgeous. There was a river that ran across the highway and another steep almost mountain rising up the other side. These scenes were incredibly etched into my childhood mind to this day and and are some of my favorite Uh memories. My brother suggested racing to the bottom. And of course, being kids, we all took off without hesitation. Right as I was thinking about how dream (laughs) Sorry. Right as I was thinking of how big a mistake we might have just made, I started tumbling, rolling. The dream came back to me in all its hazy glory, and I kept thinking, I'm gonna die. I'm going to die. I don't think I made a single sound the whole way. Until I hit a stupid rock. And I hit it with the same knee as I did in my dream. I screamed. Thankful I wasn't dead, but I had certainly had broken my knee. I continued screaming until my dad got there. He must have run like the devil to get there so fast. He checked my knee. Nothing but a big old goose egg. I honestly (laughs) didn't believe him. He carried me down. I told him all about the dream. I don't even know if he believed me or not, but he never said he didn't. Wow. Wow, what do you, I mean, I'm not going to get into it in a cat nap, but what do you think that premonition means? Wow. That was definitely a, a precognitive dream. Like, yeah. That's awesome. It was warning wow. you not to run down a hill with rocks. Like, not maybe a it's as simple there, as that. Maybe it's just not yeah. even, you know, that, like, layered. It's just like, don't run down a rocky hill. <laughs> yeah, okay, that should fair. be um, in the rule book. Yep. I feel not so like that's, that's in my top ten. Don't run down a rocky hill. Don't, don't walk down a rocky don't hill. Down. Don't put a foot on a rocky hill because no matter what's going to happen, you're going to fall down this hill. Yeah, no, That's rocks and hills experience. do not do not get in. Yeah, do not get along. No. Yep. And me and gravity and I don't get along in general. So <laughs> add rocks yeah. to the mix and it's, it's a, it's a disaster cocktail. waiting to happen. Yes, yeah, it is. All right, so this one comes from Farah, and she's from Ames. Mm-hmm. I was putting up my Christmas tree and was putting the ornaments on in sections. Each time I finished one section, another would appear, making the tree taller and taller. I was irritated because now I had to climb the tree to get to the taller levels. <laughs> this but sounds beautiful. Each, it doesn't sound so bad, but at like each it. new level... There was a beer waiting for me. So it really doesn't, <laughs> I mean, sound that bad except for the beer. I'm still part. with you. I mean, that that helps me with when I decorate for replace beer with anything else. Yeah, I'm going to decorate yeah. this fucking tall tree. <laughs> now I was fine with climbing. <laughs> now I was fine with climbing up because there was more alcohol the higher I got. <laughs> I was pretty tipsy <laughs> and was worried about falling when I put that the, is the star downside. on top. That is the downside. So I was worried about falling when I put the star on top, but it went perfectly. And better yet, 
There was a candy slide that curved what? all around the tree the whole way down. Oh, And the beautiful. view was spectacular. And then I woke up. I, wanna, I'm, I love this, this one. I, I want to go one. to this winter wonderland of t- tree decorating, tree. beer finding, tree. candy cane slide. slide? The alcohol tree. I want to go to the alcohol tree slide. I love it. <laughs> sounds well. It sounds so good. Farah, I love that one. Yeah, I like that one. That one is my favorite Christmas dream we've read yet. Yes, it, it might is. Be I'm sure so we far, have more to come. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. All right, this one comes from Emily. She starts, it felt too real to be a dream. I was in the family SUV and my dad was driving. Dad, me, mom, and three other kids. But it wasn't including my sister, which I thought was weird. We were having a family vacation of some sort. So we were driving in Mexico and suddenly saw a blockade ahead of us. Dad Uh said something like, don't worry, kids, it's just a checkpoint. He slowed the car to a crawl and the kids resumed their alphabet game. And then she said, you know that game, collecting alphabet in order from A to Z and getting so mad when you get to Q, but then thrilled when X comes up, yay for exit signs. (laughs) That's not an X, though. That's an E. That is, I agreed, but maybe they have rules that they can use exit sign as an X. I'm a little more stiff in my rules of the A A to Z. I I was going to say, I feel like you wouldn't let this one go. You wouldn't let this one fly. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. My kids, there, there's an export fitness by our house. And so sometimes when we get bored, if we'll play this game. If you're lucky and you pass that. Export. Yeah. Maybe you can hold that one like it's like a token. Like I'm holding the export <laughs> yes. by our house as yeah. a future yeah. token to use during the alphabet game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mom and dad were whispering in the front seat. And I noticed something was off. This wasn't right. Uh-oh. Then I saw a gun in the window. Now... Oh. I don't know much about guns in real life, but at this moment, I knew exactly what kind of multi-shooting monster this type of firearm would claim to be. Multiple shots fired into the vehicle, and we, the kids, did our best to dodge the bullets. I saw colors, reds and purples. Whoa! I also saw the clouds of screams emanating from my younger siblings, age 5 through 12. I saw yellows and browns. And auras of clouds of screams. And then I was in a ditch being covered in dirt. I was gasping for breath, kicking unsuccessfully at the earth being dumped on top of me, arms pinned behind my back. Oh, this is heavy. I opened my mouth to scream, but no sound came out. This was a nightmare, damn it. This had to be a dream. It made sense. I mean... My dad didn't look like my dad, and my mom didn't look like my mom, and my sister wasn't in the car, and I only had one sibling. I suppose my children and nephews could have been the kids in the car, but still, it just didn't make sense. I don't it was like a dream. It. Damn you, subconscious. Somehow, I willed myself awake and immediately wrote down all the details I could remember. I keep a notebook on my bedside table because I tend to have very vivid dreams. Mindy, this might be your dream match. <laughs> it is a dream, Emily. <laughs> Emily. Whoa, is very heavy. Wow, very lots of heavy. colors. Like, whoo, lots of colors and seeing that, like seeing colors, oh. not just and the, the, and the felt like how she colors. felt like. Mm. Yes, oh. but it's not done yet. Oh shit! Oh god, I'm like already like exhausted. Fast oh, forward no. to the next day. The next day, I heard of a Mormon family being carjacked in Mexico. Oh. Do you remember the story? I think it was national. I don't particularly off the top of my head. Um, um, I mean, there's lots of carjacking, so it's kind of hard to keep <sighs> them straight. She goes, I don't know the intricate details of the story, only that I saw the headline and read a few sentences. The moment I saw family, Mexico, carjacking, I just closed the internet window. I couldn't read on. I heard on the news snippets of the story. Mormon, carjacking, gunfire, family of six. I cannot handle knowing it was either happening when I was sleeping or I channeled this event before it happened. I know there's nothing I could do to prevent what happened because, hey, cops, I had a bad dream about this carjacking somewhere in Mexico. And they'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever, lady. Yeah, they're like, okay, go smoke another pipe, lady. Also, let me say I've never been to Mexico. I've never driven through a desert. I don't know guns at all. I don't own them. I don't want to own them. But, you know... My dudes, the point is, 
I could not identify a gun by the type, capacity, etc. I'm not religious in any way, shape, or form. The car had some sort of religious deity on the dashboard or the rear window. I have one mom, one dad, one sister, none of which were also in the vehicle with me. Okay. If I dream about people I don't know, they usually don't speak in the dream. They usually have a face that looks like they want me to know something, but I can't get them to talk to me. Sometimes they're sitting in a living room. Sometimes they're leading down a long red hallway. When I do dream of people who speak, they are loved ones. We are usually visiting an old place where I used to frequent, like my college cafeteria. This is getting more and more fascinating, like very in-depth in the dream. Yeah. So to wrap it up, I'm convinced I channeled this horrible event and experienced it in my dreams. I wasn't sick. I hadn't taken any major meds or no sleeping pills. And that's from Emily. Sorry, Emily. This is not your fault. That's heavy. That is heavy AF. That is one of the craziest dream stories I think we've read to date. It is. It is. Two dream stories. Two crazy dream stories. Running down the hill of rocks and the Mexico dream story. Like, they both happened. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of my And the fact that, like, she just didn't. She, it was so unfamiliar to her in her dream. I mean, I wonder if it's astro yes. projection, but I, that's she was in that never car. She been there, and she saw everything so clearly. She was in that car. She, she felt was. that. Somehow. She, mm. I, like I said, those colors, the color thing is what got me in that. Because it's yeah. like, I don't know very necessarily specific. what each of those colors means, but it was very specific to her, and it wasn't just seeing. It was feeling the color. And that's wow. the scariest part, right? Oh, Emily. That is, right? Emily's a very oh, v- vivid was... dreamer. I know I've got another one from her. We'll share another episode, but wow. Yes. Yes. Incredible. Please, please. And we love when you share dreams, whether they're scary, whether they're happy, whether they're short, long, or whether they're a dream story. But this is why you listen, and this is why we're here. So please keep sharing. Please keep sharing. Go to revelations at gmail.com. Again, share anything you have, whether it's a question you might have for us or just in general, a dream, dream story, catnap, whatever. We want to hear it all. Hear it. Just say hi. You can say hi to us, too. You can just be like, hey, and we'll be like, hey. Hey, girls. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right, Bestie, if you remember last week, we were talking about deja vu, deja jamas. This week, we're talking about deja reve. And I know, Brooke, you've been... I've been so excited to hear this. I haven't looked up anything because I wanted to be excited (laughs) and to hear what you had to say. So I've been I've been really excited. So deja reve is the idea that in French literally means already dreamed. And so when we were talking about deja vu last week, it's the fact that you find something familiar Mm -hmm. that's happening currently, but you may have already experienced in a dream. So just like the couple of dreams we were talking about tonight that were we call premonitions or precognitive dreams, it's the same idea. So either okay. you've dreamt about walking into the, down the street or into the store or this area, and it might be something that's simple. Like you may have conjured yeah. this scene in your head, and then when you actually experience in real life, it seems like deja vu. But it can also mean that you're predicting what the future might actually have. Ooh. And that's the one I'm going to talk about today. I have a little story here for you, and I'm not sure if you remember this, and trigger warning um, on this one a little bit, uh, sad story, death, check the show notes. I'm not sure if you remember this, Brooke. This is the Texas A&M bonfire tragedy. Bonfire tragedy. Oh. Hmm. No. Yeah, this happened in 1999, so just as we were getting out of um, high school ourselves. Shh. You don't have to share that. I'm just Good, yeah, I let's not care. share. Well, never mind. No, our besties know how old we are. It's fine. We keep no secrets. No, I don't. I mean, Texas A&M, you're not yeah. really big used school. to hearing about the bonfire tragedy. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is I a can't... big deal. Okay. So um, let me start with how this bonfire started. So um, Texas A&M has a rivalry school, the University of Texas, Austin. And so for the mm. last 90 years... They have been building a bonfire the eve before this big game, this big football sure. rivalry. Yeah. Texas A&M is an old school, very old school. The first time they built this bonfire was in 1907. So oh. this is a really, really old tradition. Yeah, I would say this, so. This um, 
originally started with just piling trash and de- debris onto a pile and lighting it on fire. Uh, well, Yay, that's usually fire. how bonfires start. <laughs> <laughs> the first photo of it was documented in 1928, and it's okay. been a tradition up until our fateful day in 1999. Oof. Freshmen would help build this to prove their worth as students. And for a while, when this tradition, so as they first started, students started stealing lumber intended to build a dorm in 1912. And they also stole a whole barn from a farmer in 1935 to build Wait, their pile. a whole barn? <laughs> How do you steal a whole Needless barn? to say, this farmer was not very happy with the students for stealing his barn. How for do what? you steal a barn? Piece by I piece? Think you just, I mean, if you get a mob of kids just going... Somewhere and just ripping a barn apart. I'm guessing that's how it happened. Strong. (laughs) Yeah. So after they stole this farmer's barn, they just in 1935. um, The next year, the school decided to sanction an event to sanction the event and to make it like a school sponsored event. So to prevent the theft. Sure. But and then just like any great school of the time, they gave them axes and chainsaws and. Right, what every teenage, fuel for the fire, late teenage, early nineteen-year-old yeah. needs. Right, they're very responsible. Let's throw some alcohol yes. in the mix and a chainsaw and see what happens. Ooh. Yeah, see what happens. So this is 1935, but it continues. In 1942, the design changed to a large teepee, and it the way they made the structure allowed them to move from 25 feet high to 50 feet high. Oh, so we're getting bigger. Yeah, bigger. 1952, they started using fresh cut logs. Oh. In 1978, they used a wedding cake style, which stacks the upper (laughs) logs. They're wedged in top of like lower stacks. So it's like a very, it looks like a wedding cake if you take a look at it. Kind of like a layer cake. And it's supposed to be able to get it bigger and bigger. Yeah, exactly. Bigger and bigger. Okay. This whole process took about four weeks before the bonfire. So they'd actually go chop the wood. They'd get it all positioned. They had students working 24-7 in order to construct this wood pile. This sounds almost like hazing. It sounds awful. And of course, women were not allowed in it either because, well, I guess at the beginning, women were allowed to bring snacks. Of course, because we can make the snacks, (laughs) but we can't do the lighting of the fire be present. No, that's too... That's too much That's for a delicate dirty. mind. <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> Who wants to get that under your nails, you know? No. Um, but, you know, later they did include women in the, the building. So all the dorms were usually represented by volunteers. So all the houses okay. at the university. And so it was a big, big deal. Yes. In the late 1990s, we were talking about 5,000 students combined working about 125 Thousand man hours to construct this, this bonfire is redonkulous. I'm sorry. That can you repeat those stats? Five thousand students. It took them 125 thousand man hours to construct. Uh, just to burn down this thing is huge. Just, just to, to burn, burn down. down. But, I mean, the pictures. I mean, you're looking at it at this point anywhere from like. 60 feet high. It was looking 60 to 70 feet high on these. Insane. Oh, and then to add fuel to the fire, literally, they doused it in 700 pounds of jet fuel. 700 pounds? And not just fuel, jet fuel? (laughs) Yeah, jet fuel. This is an accident waiting to happen. And the jet fuel was actually applied by the A&M's fire training school. So, just to make it sound like it's not so scary, but it's fucking scary. Jet fuel? This is getting out of control. And, I, and I'm not, I don't think I remember hearing about this in the 90s. I don't. I don't either. And this would be something that probably would have terrified us from going away to college. Yeah, no shit. No, I was, I'm uncomfortable because I don't know where it's going. I know. Okay, let's just keep going. The event got so popular... That hotel room 65 miles away would be booked out weeks and months what? in advance. Crowds wow. of 30 to 50,000 Aggies what? and Aggie alums would be there to watch this huge ass bonfire. Oh my God. Okay. 50,000? Now I'm, gonna, I'm going to jump ahead a bit here to 1999 when okay. Kala 
Alexander woke up at 5.30 a.m. in a sweat and terrified from a nightmare. Oh, no. This is Kala's words. She wrote, when I was in high school, my sister's best friend, Jerry, died in the A&M bonfire collapse. The morning before the collapse, I woke up to a weird and settling dream. I dreamt that my sister and I were at a bonfire with Jerry. The fire spread across the grass, engulfed the crowd surrounding it. As we turned to run, Jerry kept pushing both of us forward, propelling us away from the fire and to safety. Just as we reached the edge of the crowd and made our break for freedom, we realized Jerry was no longer behind us. We turned at the same time, just in time to see the flames engulf him. Oh my god! So this is a dream. Oh my god! So now let's go to 1999. So Jerry Self was a friend of Kala and her sister, and he was a sophomore in engineering and technology major. Okay. He was helping build the bonfire on that day, November 18th, 1999, at 2.42 a.m. That would have... Sorry. No, I'm just freaking out because this no. is like when we would be going to like our first or second like university, college, like bonfires. Like, oh, yeah. This, this is, is right after, time yeah, frame. right after yeah, school like, started. So at 2.42 a.m., 58 students and former students were working on the stack. The stack was 59 feet high when 5,000 logs collapsed <gasps> during construction. Oh, my God. 12 students were killed and 27 injured, including the dead was Jerry Self. Oh, no. She dreamt it before that happened? She dreamt it the night it happened, yeah. Kayla goes on to say, it was a horrible dream made much worse by the events that happened the next day. The radio was on in the kitchen when I walked out of my room, quietly giving information and updates about the collapse. My parents gripped their coffee mugs tightly, knowing that Jerry had been working there and waiting to hear any updates about injuries and fatalities. We didn't find out he had died until that afternoon, but after that day, I kept thinking about my dream. I knew before I heard the news that I'd never see him again. The experience I had may be called what is deja vu. Maybe I don't like Deja Reve anymore. That was such a <laughs> terrible story. Mm. And what an awful premonition for this poor young lady. I was going to say, doesn't it seem like these premonitions always end in bad things? Like, can we get a premonition, always. people? That is like, hey, <laughs> it's good. I won you're the lottery. Win the lottery, and then you're going to find your soulmate, and then you're going to live in Bora Let's Bora. get more of those. Yeah. Write them in, bestie. Let us know your good premonition dreams. Please. <laughs> you know, so in, in total, there were 12 victims. Um, I'm just going to focus on Jerry just because yeah. of the the tie-in to the Deje Reve. But I do want to give a little bit of information about him. Um, his dad said, you couldn't help but smile. You knew he always would have something fun to say. Aww. Jerry was the kind of son who acted beyond his age. He was a devout Christian and wouldn't hesitate to wake his father up on Sunday mornings to take him to church. In school, Jerry was involved in everything. And although he wasn't the best at whatever he tried, he always gave it his all. Oh, oh, I yeah. can't. He Which just to t- speaks to kind of that ca- character, character in that dream, you know his what I mean? character, yeah. Ugh. And in, in one a final thing, his father, Mike, said, he could speak to a five-year-old and carry on a conversation with an adult. And I think that is that... One sentence there just kind of speaks to the type of person. Like, I can, you can get along with kids. He can have an adult. Like, he's just an all around person that probably everyone loves. He can relate to anybody and communicate with anyone. Oh my God. How do I not know about this story? (laughs) I don't know. This is, yeah, now you're going to have to go look it up. We'll post some um, links in the show notes that have pictures. Now I'm going to be in like a, you won't see me for two days because I'm going to be like looking into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just so surprised. And there's some great podcasts out about, out there about what had happened in the collapse and, and mm-hmm. from a physics standpoint, how it collapsed and what had happened and how the logs in the center had split. So interesting information. I'll put all the notes. Um, yeah, I want to read about that too because it's like they've been doing it for so many years. What the hell happened yeah. this year? Yeah. 
what they do differently this year? Or was it just the wood? Like, okay, you're like, just read about it, Brooke. Okay, <laughs> I'll read about it. You got me. Oh, you got okay. me. Um, so going back to Deje Reve, um, Dr. Leslie Ellis is a therapist and dream expert. She explains the power of kind of this precognitive gift. Okay. She says that refers to it as thin boundaries and absorption, meaning that these people are open to different mental states and that um, our brain's in effect, can work on several tracks at once, which allows us to dream things that might possibly be in the future. Okay, I'm in. I'm all in right now. There's different kinds of Deje Reve, and we we talked about a couple of them. So the first one is what they call an episodic manner. And Mm -hmm. some believe that they can pinpoint an exact moment they had a prophetic dream. So just like this one here, you know, it was a prophecy of what was going to happen. And it it's um that's been going back since the beginning of time, right? And then we talked yeah. about Egyptians and yeah. prophecies and dreams. And even do you know that even Abraham Lincoln had a dream two weeks before he was assassinated that he was gonna be assassinated? I did not know that, but hey, go ahead, Abe. He's got some sensitivity in him, huh? I I wanna not specifically in a theater. So I'm don't know why he like brushed off, but my dudes if don't I, like I would be like, you know what? I don't really don't. need to go to this show tonight. No, you know, I'm good. I, I think I'm not going to go ever it, again. It, like, was powerful enough for me to remember it. I'll be like, hey, maybe Mm-mm. I'll skip this show tonight. Like, maybe I'll just stay. I'll see it. I'll see it on time. video when it comes. I want to see it when it comes out on video. Oh, wait. <laughs> In a hundred years. <laughs> the second one is what they call familiarity based manner. So this okay. is a hazy dream like memory that echoes current situations. So that's mm. the thing that I had mentioned earlier where it's. You may have dreamed of walking down Main Street in a town, and then you walk down Main Street in the town, and it looks like a dream you had. Yeah. The final kind is a dream-like manner. This kind isn't so much recalling a dream as a feeling of the experience itself was dream-like. So this can be like a strange and even nightmarish experience, almost like lucid dreaming, except for the subject knows that they are awake. So it's feeling like you're in a dream even though you're awake. Because something Ooh, is I happening don't... so horrifying at the same time. That's heavy. That's, yeah, heavy. that's heavy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, friends, if you have any dreams, we prefer the prefer the nice ones. The ones where, um, you know, a friend's <laughs> pregnant, you win the lottery. Anything like that would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. But we've also had dreams before in the past where, um, like, car accidents, where people are avoiding yeah. going certain directions because of car accidents. And so and all interesting. And ends up being a good thing because they avoid that. Yeah. Yep. Send them along. We'd love to hear them. You doing anything fun today? Life has been so busy. I just need to clean up my house. I got all of my Christmas trees, all three of them up Ooh. now. So three. that feels good. Yes, three Christmas trees. I like Christmas. I haven't <laughs> learned that about me yet. So I- I'm hoping we kind of get um, a chance just to clean up the house and just sit and watch a Christmas movie. Yeah. You know, a good lifetime oh, holiday movie. I was going to say, I know you and Mark <laughs> both, maybe Mark even more, enjoy your yep. uh, lifetime movies. <laughs> but we, we should post. Oh, never mind. He hates them. <laughs> We right. should. He's such a man. <laughs> He's such a man. He thinks they're stupid. No one likes them. There's nothing more sexy than a man like just being like, I like. I don't care. I, I like, like lifetime this movies. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, let's watch it. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Of like, what's the one thing you have to watch every year? I would say maybe, you know, for people our age at least, Home Alone. Like. It was everything you wanted to happen as a kid, but I wanted to be Macaulay Culkin. Yes. And, you know, like I always felt like the family dynamic, the mom was just (laughs) trying so hard to get back to her son, even though he was a naughty little shit. You know, I I saw a meme somewhere that was like, do you realize that Kevin could have called the police at any point in time? (laughs) That's not a movie, though. No, I'm going to take out these goddamn robbers myself. Like, and I appreciate his creativity. That's good parenting. He was, yeah. That's good parenting to come up with putting yes. the fire on the door handle, you know, um, the paint can coming. So we got to give that credit to mama. Oh, and good. you know who played his mom? Oh, my gosh. The one, yes. one and only. One and only Catherine O'Hara. So. Yes, yes. 
What does Catherine O'Hara dream? Oh, I gotta know. Also known as Mora from Schitt's Creek, which is another one of our favorites. Which BTW oh, was something so Saint Nick brought me. Was so what did Saint, Saint Nick, Nick bring, usually brings me um, a different Christmas ornament every year, and this one was like the Rosebud Motel Key was made into an ornament. Oh, that's so really cute. I love my Schitt's Creek. Yeah, it's super cute. So now you can put on your tree with all your other pink ornaments. And I you know. It'll be like the one that's not like pink, but it'll be very special because <laughs> Saint Nick brought it. It does. Cute. It does. So yeah, Good. I love that. Oh, Yay. it's the holiday season. It is fun. It is. Just I enjoy love it, Christmas. People. Here we are. Here we are. It's happening. Whether you want it or not, it's happening. Here we go. It's December. It's here. Get your get your stuff done. Get your presents done. Wrapped. Ready to go. St. Nick. Everything is ready. Here we are. Oh, my God. You got to get things together. And then what are we going to do for New Year's? That's right around the corner. Oh, boy. Um, Do you do 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 St. Nick's Day for your kids? Is that something you've done in your house? That's a funny story, actually, because normally, yes. Okay. St. Nick, for our bestie out there who doesn't know, is a celebration of St. Nicholas on December 6th. And St. Nick comes the night of the 5th. I never remember if it's the 5th or the 6th. Oh, the night of the 5th. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. He comes the night of the 5th and fills stockings or shoes. Yeah. With Did goodies. you celebrate growing up? Oh, yeah. Still do. Like I said, <laughs> my parents <laughs> don't have any grandkids. So my brother and I still get stockings. St. You Nick still put still your shoes nice. <laughs> my mom called me the other day. She's like, St. Nick couldn't find you at your new place. I think he left something for you over here. (laughs) You're like, okay, I'll be by. I'm like, all right. Did you? But like, as we've gotten older, it's changed from like candy to like bottles of vodka or, you know, like gift cards. And that's a cool St. Nick. Yeah, it is a cool St. Nick. So, earmuffs for any kids out there. Our our kids are all teens. And so I'm like, they they never even notice every year if I do St. Nick. So, I was yeah. so busy this week with a bunch of a bunch of shit, and so I was like, you know what? I I just didn't have time to run to the store. So yeah. Fair. the night before Saint Nick came, the youngest son goes, "Oh, so Saint Nick comes tonight?" And Mark goes, "You're going to be sadly disappointed." <laughs> I'm like, fatherly truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's life. But it's then I was like, okay, well, like now they don't. I didn't think they appreciated it, you know, because it's just a bunch of candy. But I guess as teenagers, they still do. So now I felt like a complete idiot. But now I'm working. Now I went to the craft store and I'm working on this craft. Oh, my God, Mindy. It's a 12 days of Christmas punch out, I guess it's called. And so you it's like an ornament box. And then you put tissue paper and you put little like gifts in each day of Christmas. So on day one, you punch it out and you pull out your little gift. It's like And so I told them, uh, I'm like. Sorry, it's like that Price is Right game where you'd like yes. punch through the paper and see what you got. It could be good or it could be bad. I love this game. Yeah, so the and rest said- of the day, I'm going to be doing this, making these crafts, which is going to be like oh. 10 times more of the work had I just put candy in their stocking. But Okay, well, you know what? Just know you don't ha- you've got you don't have to worry about St. Nick after this year, I feel like you you have completed. Well, obviously I do. <laughs> well, after this whole crafts thing, I feel like this is the grand finale. And this is the, the end, the this grand is, finale. Works this is me. it. Once everyone is 13 and above, you get one more. And, and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> and then you start feeling mom stocking. Yeah. And then St. Nick starts coming to mama. <laughs> Reverse. Yeah, that's right. Reverse. <laughs> what about your week? Yeah. Nothing exciting has happened this week except for that I think Chad might finally, after almost three years, be coming around to the cat lifestyle. <laughs> oh. We all know he's got a dog who I adore. Yes, um, he's a dog who's guy. Who's Adobe, Bash. Yeah, he's Adobe. But <laughs> the last few times he's been over here, <laughs> I find him going – responding like i like i'm a crazy cat lady for my whole life yes you are yeah i talk to my cats and i hear him going (laughs) nothing wrong with that and she'll be like meow he'd be like oh no why and i'll be (laughs) and she'll be like he's like oh and i'm like sitting there like trying to be silent because i'm like i've been doing this for 40 plus years he hasn't had cats and he's already like like having a conversation or like 
I heard him going up because, you know, my Haddonfield, who's your boyfriend, can be a bad boy sometimes. And I heard Chad going to him, oh, the bad boys. Or the, what did he say? Oh, the girls love the bad boys. Oh, the girls love the bad boys. <laughs> As he's like, Teddy, that's hilarious. I'm like, oh, my that's God, he's funny. becoming a cat talker. I love it. <laughs> It just cracked That's me funny. up. I think sometimes guys uh, don't think they like cats, and then like my dad used to like. I hate. I don't. I yeah. don't like cats. Don't like cats. They yeah. had like a cat that lived in their con- like. He worked construction for many years, yeah. and so there was a like, office cat. Yeah, that he ended up being really close to. And then yeah. when my I moved out, and my little sister was there, she's like, "Can we have a cat?" He's like, "Sure." I'm like, Wasn't "Now that you want a stormy cat? or something?" Yeah, that was or stormy. We, yep. Stormy. I remember stormy. <laughs> But you're so like, had a fuck cat, Stormy. But... I never got Stormy when I lived in the house. <laughs> no. That's cute, though. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Like, um, I think a lot of guys are reluctant to admit they like cats or even that yeah. they'll pet cats. I don't know why. They think it's not a ma- like a dog's a masculine thing. Like, Yeah, I know. I don't know. Even my love dad, who, like I love said. Love the animals like, you want to love. It's okay. And they love you. They do. Hey, you mentioned that, and I don't think we've talked about this. You said when you were moving in, you got locked out of your house. <laughs> I didn't tell you this. And, and, and so I, yeah, and we, I did. we've been saving the story because I wanted to hear it, but I wanted to hear it on the podcast. So how the hell did you lock yourself out? <laughs> I know I'm really smart. And I <laughs> are. I was okay, so I was bringing stuff down to the garage level. Um, mm-hmm. like I boxes, empty totes, things like that. I was going to put into the storage unit. So I walk back upstairs, you know, and it's enclosed garage. Like I don't have a coat on or shoes. It's tempered, it's not 100% temperature control, but it's not cold sure. by any means. Yeah, right. So I'm bringing stuff Garages down are usually like, warmer. I'm ge- yeah, I'm getting ready to go to bed, get back to the top of the stairs where the door enters the kitchen and it's locked. Oh fuck. And I'm I I sat there for probably 5 minutes turning the door handle cuz I was like I know there's no way out of here unless I get this door open. I have no shoes. It's like 20 degrees outside. No coat. I'm Now you can get outside. Pajamas. You can get out of the garage, but that doesn't do you much good. I can much get good. out of the garage, but then what? I don't have a phone. <laughs> I don't have a key oh, to get in the front door. I don't what, know is, any of my neighbors. Was the management neighbors. office open yet, or was it like a weekend where they're not there? I, maybe, but I didn't have a phone. Oh, so I, shit. <laughs> I and they don't have nothing. like on-site like management, I'm guessing. No, no, it's not on-site. No, no, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. No. And so I'm like... So what the hell did I you mean, do? For a very long time, I tried to figure out what am I gonna am I gonna just make a run for did it? Did you cry? Well, I, I didn't cry, which I'm very. Okay. Shocked I was like, about. I could see you breaking down and like being so. I, upset. I, you I'm, held your shit together. Yes, but I normally don't. So I'm, when you asked, did I cry? <laughs> I am shocked that I didn't cry because. I'm surprised I did it, honestly. It's like yes. I almost had to think like – and it was, a, it was a work night, so I'm like, ah, what oh, am I – I got to go lay in the back seat of my car because my car is unlocked. It's in my garage. Like, I can sleep yeah. here. But, but then what, what, what am I going to do in the morning? Still, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I start rooting through my trunk. <laughs> this is such a stupid story. I still have a beach bag in there okay. from the summer, right? So I yeah. find flip flops. So I've got foot coverings. So <laughs> I can see this. This I, is like a, right. A this sitcom. is me figuring it out. I have you're a taking inventory beach blanket that's like s- a small, you know, like um, that you would. It's almost like towel size. So sure. I've got that. I find a regular blanket that I must just being a Midwestern girl, keep in my trunk of course, in the wintertime. Yep, true. So I'm wrapped up in these blankets and my flip-flops. I still have no idea what I'm going to do, but I'm like, I got to make a run for it and then decide what to do. So yeah. I walk up to the front of all of our apartments and this woman is walking her dog. Okay. And I must have looked like a, a crazy person with your blanket and your Wrapped flip-flops. in blankets <laughs> In my flip flops, and me, I'm going, can you help me? 
Oh God! I would. I would. I, I think I would have walked faster. I'm I sorry. would have left. I didn't say, "Ma'am." I tried to keep it cool because she was a young. She was younger. Yeah. And I was like, "Hi." <laughs> she was like, oh, "Hi," God. and I was like, "I'm so sorry. I look really crazy right now. I just moved in and I locked myself out. And <laughs> this is what I found in my car." And she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And I was like. Do you have a phone I could borrow? And I only have like two phone numbers oh, God, memorized. Yes, of like nobody knows phone numbers no. anymore. So I'm like, I'm I know Mark's. Call. That's about. That's it. I know my dad's because it was our childhood phone number. Yeah. Oh sure. He got transferred to a cell phone, and I know Brad's. I don't yeah. even know Chad's. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh. And she was like, I was like, I don't need to come in. Like I wasn't trying to be weird. I yeah. was like, can weird, can yeah. you call? I'll give you the number. I was trying to make it as comfortable for her as possible. Like you can stay inside the door. Yeah. You can call for me. And she was like, no, come in. And like, I'm literally at this point now sitting on her couch. <laughs> nice. Like this Aww. is true, genuine, Na- like neighborly, neighborly yeah. love that I've never met. My dad finally picked up, which I thought was going to be way too late. Because mm. it was past his bedtime. Yeah. But he finally came over with his key and let me in. And he goes, you need to put a spare key somewhere. I'm like, I know. I know that. I, know. Know. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that the garage door, like the inside yeah, like door lock. locked too. So, And you should just, keep that one locked. You should because people can you should get into your garage. Because people can get and then into, they get into your, your house. house. Yeah. But so I, ha- have a spare I key. still have not... <laughs> I have a spare key somewhere. I will not tell where. Probably a good idea. We'll keep that one a secret. <laughs> I'll tell everyone where it is. I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's, <laughs> is I'm it under so the rock? Is it under the pot? It's under. It's under the. It's under the in mat. the soup can. <laughs> <laughs> in your recycling bin. <laughs> but yeah, I I I literally stood in that staircase for about 20 minutes, just going, "What am I going to oh, do?" Oh God. What am I going to do? Like, no phone, no shoes. It's winter. Thank God my car was unlocked. I don't know why it would have yeah. been locked, but you know my luck. Sure. It, and being it still, probably yeah. would have been. And I'm like, <laughs> it looks like a Bestie, psycho. if you have ever locked yourself out of the house, we want to hear this story. You can email us at remulations yes. at gmail.com. Give us your locked out of your house stories, locked out of your car. All those good ones. We want to hear them. We'll share them. On or the show. even a dream. Maybe you had a dream you were locked out of a car or something. Like, give us Get the good in. stuff. Hey, Bestie, are you enjoying this episode? Because if you are, we need you to do us one small little teeny tiny favor, and that is to tell a friend about the show. Tell mm-hmm. your best friend. Tell your favorite dental nurse. <laughs> tell your favorite dealer at the blackjack table. And tell your favorite Christmas decorating nut job person that puts three trees up in their house about the show. Oh, That's I know one of those. I'll tell her. Yeah, you too. Can you tell her about the podcast? That'd be I will, great. I'll tell her. That's how we grow. That's how more people tune in each and every week. And that's how we keep getting all these dreams to share with you. Yes, so tell your bestie. We, love it. we appreciate it. Thank you. Wow, some crazy dreams this week. Thank you so much for all of our catnaps today, dream stories. We were all over the board. There were some funny oh. parts. There was some really terrifying ones. Ooh, and some premonitions. Need to take uh-uh. a break. <laughs> Need to take well, a we'll break take a break after- until next week. Bestie, that's when we'll be back to we share will. more dreams with you. But until then, sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. That was good, Mindy. That works. Reeling it in. <laughs>